The views and opinions expressed on this podcast belong solely to the hosts and are intended for entertainment purposes only. This podcast should not be considered professional advice and the information in this podcast should not be referenced in any way to imply such approval, endorsement, or accuracy of the information presented. Any reference, mention, or resemblance to actual persons, living or dead, or actual events is purely coincidental. The members of established in Amity are not experts or professionals in any field and not qualified to analyze any persons, places, businesses, or any organization of any kind. The established in Amity podcast is in no way related to any movie, television show, book, graphic novel, radio drama, play, musical, video game, table game, or other podcast. No rights reserved. Sports ball. Rocket sports. Sports ball. Okay, we can start recording. Hey guys, you are listening to the Established in Amity podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. Don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash established in Amity. And follow us on Twitter at Establish D Amity. And make sure to keep up with us on SoundCloud at Established in Amity so you never miss an episode. Thanks. Welcome to the Established in Amity podcast with Laura, Justin, and Jordan. I'm Laura. I'm Justin. And I'm Jordan. Hey, everyone. Coming at you fast with part two of The Sinner, episodes three and four of the first season on Netflix. That was such an enthusiastic opening. Yeah. I am excited about this episode. Are you? Uh Uh-huh. I am. Tell us why. (laughs) (laughs) Just try to think about it instead of baseball. I'm trying to check the score. We're almost at two outs. Anyway, what I'm trying to say is that it was a good episode. I am caught up now. As you may remember from the last podcast episode, we talked about episode one and two, and I was not caught up, and Jordan and Justin had to take the show. I'm sure... That you were all entertained by them, but now I am back in the game and ready to talk about the center. So, how about somebody talk about how the third episode starts? Because honestly, that was yesterday and I don't remember. I found the third episode to be the weakest episode yet. It was very boring. Exactly. But, <clears throat> episode three... Part three started off. Well, there's the opening scene with um, Cora's son, and he's calling out her name. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she wakes up in like a panic at the jail cell. Yes. Um, And then Cora calls her husband, Mason, asking if she will bring, or if he will bring um, their son to visit her. And he immediately was like, yeah, of course. Of course I will. Um, 
And then we're also finding out that Cora's test scores, I guess, um, she, like, passed her legally competent test. Um, And that snowballs into... I can't remember exactly how, but Ambrose, Detective Ambrose, going to see Cora's parents, who oh, she yeah. is estranged from. Um, they're still living up in whatever little bumblefuck city they're living in. Um, the mom is, like, super sick. She's got, like, the nasal face mask thing going on mm-hmm. and she had like i think she had like sores on her hands yeah she was absolutely disgusting she looked like the mm-hmm. crypt keeper yep. yeah did yeah. they say what was wrong with her no she was just ill i think she had like emphysema or something she had something but that i meant which i'm assuming is why phoebe was sick because she, right. she was probably clearly sick too but um basically what Detective Ambrose got out of meeting with her parents was that they don't give a shit about her. I mean, I think it's pretty clear from, like, all the flashbacks that they never really gave a shit about her. Um, but I, supposedly she ran away five years ago when she was 23. Yeah. Which would make her 28 in the show. Um, she ran away on that 4th of July weekend, which this whole season seems to be centered around. Um, which we find out is also when Phoebe died. So Cora ran away, I think, on like the third. So that's when a lot of, or second or the third, which is when all of these timelines are like centered around. And then it comes out that Phoebe died that next month. Yeah. So that's how it started. Yeah. Yeah. The third season, uh, the third season, the third episode I thought was fine like it was it was good it was obviously like a necessary episode but there was just a lot of like setup so that was like the hard the hard thing because there was just a lot of setup and then at the end of the third episode is when like finally you are you have the feeling that you're finally gonna like learn something right it was a lot of like not even flat. I mean, there were still flashbacks. Let's not, <laughs> let's not forget about the flashbacks, but there was like lots of little like teaser pieces throughout this episode. Yeah. Um, like even more so than before, like longer teaser pieces, um, of what was happening. Well, presumably on that 4th of July weekend. Um, what else? Oh, and then this is when we find out about a little more about Cora's past because Ambrose goes to see Cora and she got dragged out of the cell and when they go to sedate her, she's got these weird scars on her forearms. Right. And then Dr. Er, Dr. Detective Ambrose questions her because they look like heroin like right. track marks. And he, like, is like, hey, what's going on? Like, you need to tell me what happened. She said that it was before she met her husband, Mason. Like, please don't say anything. Like, she was going through a rough time. She was having uh, sex for drugs. Um, and, like, this whole 
you know, big story about this. My thing is that, like, so we find out that, yeah, she's, like, doing drugs, and then she was hooked on heroin for two months, and then she got clean <laughs> for five years. And it's like, who the fuck is, like, gets hooked on heroin for two months? Yeah. Shortest heroin addiction slash recovery in life's history. <laughs> and I mean, then, like, I'm sorry, go on. I was just gonna second your chuckling at that, and I want to be, like, as a disclaimer... All drug abuse is addiction and very serious and should not be made light of. Right. Disclaimer. But shut the fuck up. You weren't really addicted to heroin if you only used it for two months. Right. Like, people out here have their lives ruined for years, Mm -hmm. lady. Two months of fucking and shooting heroin is a vacation for some people. That's not a fucking... Like, exactly. That's that's why, like, I do like this show, and I really want to know what, what's happening, but I am getting a little irritated that With no, all the white privilege? Well, yeah. Like, no truth has come out. Yeah. Right. Like, we have no, like, it's the four, the end of the fourth episode. There's only eight episodes. Mm-hmm. So we only have four more episodes left, and we have learned not a single truth. Yeah. Right. That was my biggest frustration with episode three, because episode three, everything she said was a lie. Literally everything. Everything she said up until this point has pretty much been a lie. So we've learned nothing. And we can't trust her. You know, we we can't trust her her narrative at all. Not only because... She's lying, but also because in the fourth episode, then we find out that not only has she been lying about the stuff she does know, but she doesn't remember most of those two months. So it's right, like... So she's just making fantasy stories up. Yeah, exactly. And then... We're only... Sorry. Oh, I was going to say, and then in the fourth episode, they hypnotize her, which is the dumbest fucking... I hate that trope. I hate it when they're like, let's just hypnotize them. That'll solve everything. I did appreciate that the doctor said, well, that's not really a reliable thing. I did like that they at least acknowledged that. Mm -hmm. But I hate it when they use hypnotism in a show. It's like, so you're going to take this unstable person who's already lying, already can't remember, her memory's weak, and then you're going to do something like memory, which we all know is not, like, a reliable source, even for people who technically have good memories. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to hypnotize her and draw out these memories. That's fucking mm-hmm. bullshit. Like, anyone who believes yep. in hypnotism is a dumbass, to a certain yep. extent. But it's just, like, you can't... Like she said, like, no judge is gonna, like, rely on that as, like, testimony. Yeah. And then, yeah, it's just, it doesn't make sense. It's, why are you wasting your time? Why are you, why are you even giving the chance to, like, mentally fuck her even more? Like, why? why? Because, like, you need some closure about what happened. Like you're you're a selfish ass. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah. The one thing I did like about episode three, I, I mean, not even I guess necessarily, like, is we find out a little bit more about Phoebe mm-hmm. and how what a little bad child she was. Yeah. Not even bad, but she was like very much like fuck what mom says, like 
Yeah. You, we can do these things, like... Well, she's, like, trying to live vicariously through Cora. You know, like, she's trying to, she's like, I can't do anything, I'm sick. So she's trying to, like, live through Cora. Right. Yeah, she kind of resents her, and but Cora's so timid and doesn't want to do anything. And it seems like Phoebe, Phoebe does know a lot more about, like, what's going on. Yeah. Than How did she Cora. get so fucking knowledgeable, though? Well, she's sitting here sneaking magazines and porn watching porn. Shit. I guess. <laughs> Yeah, she's a knowledgeable little thing. Mm-hmm. For being well, I mean, like she's a, at home all damn day. That's true. I suppose that's true. Although you would think that the crazy, like, religious, strict mom would, like, put some parental controls on that computer. Ah, uh, <laughs> she doesn't know how to use the internet. <laughs> I was going to say, there's no way she knows what she's doing no. with that computer. Oh, I'm surprised they have one. Yeah. Considering how strict she is. Yeah. So, that was interesting. And we see, I mean, there's, there's definitely a bunch of like religious undertones in this episode and we see um like Cora's mom punishing uh or Elizabeth Cora's mom punishing her you know she has to kneel and pray on the dry rice and then there's the whole like fake mass thing that the girls do late at night they take like the oversized like crucifix and do the wine and bread thing and yeah that was fucking weird yeah. So, yeah, it was. Yeah, and then the basically the rest of the episode is Ambrose realizing that Cora's a liar. Yep. She lied about the heroin thing. That you know he went to the detox facility. They were like, yeah, she was memorable because she had on brand new clean clothes. She didn't smell. Yeah. She, you know, she was in and out, which like for a heroin facility is not a common thing. Nope. And then, of course, Ambrose has another weird run-in with the dominatrix. Oh, she pegs him good. My thing so, is, like... Right in the pooper. I am not sympathetic towards this detective at all. I think he's a bumbling fucking idiot. He's the only one doing the, his job, though. He's not an idiot. He's. I don't think he's an idiot. I just think he's... He feeds into his own issues. He doesn't listen to anyone. Like, this psychiatrist is like... That's episode four. We're still on episode three. Yeah, girl. I thought we were in episode no. four. We were just talking over about here, episode Over four. here jumping around. Look at you. Fine, whatever. Confusing people. I'm not confusing people. Uh, we'll finish. We'll wrap it up. We'll wrap it up. Because, again, there's not a whole lot that happens. You know how these jocks are. All they care about is baseball. <laughs> yeah, Laura's suddenly interested in sports. Yeah. I just want the Brewers to go to the fucking World Series. I don't think it's a goddamn crime. All right. I don't think that you guys, like, being a little too harsh on me. I'm just trying to check the score. They're about to get their third and final out of the game and lose the fucking game. So then you guys can be all happy and gloat all you want. I'm not gloating. Anyway, so what were you going to say, Jordan? So... Ambrose has his whole side story with the dominatrix. Yep. But essentially the, the remainder of the episode is um, there's the second plea hearing uh-huh. where she like goes back and forth, back and forth. Like, what do I do? What am I going to do? And it seems like for a second she's going to, because she says like, I don't know. The judge is like, well, what are you going to do? You need to decide. And she turns around and sees like her parents and is like, fuck the shit. She's like guilty. 
<laughs> like right. guilty. Right. Like, and um, then it goes into Mason's storyline a little bit where he figures out who JD is, sees JD at the bar, like confronts him, gets in a fight. Yep. And back to Cora where Ambrose is like, I know you like basically I know you were not addicted to heroin. Show me how to show me how to shoot up heroin. If right. you know, if you were addicted, show oh me. God. She and she doesn't know what to do. <laughs> yeah. So and then there's another like um, flashback where, which I think was like the coolest scene of the the whole show so far, is where we see that creepy wallpaper again, and it, it does a pan of the room so we can finally see like the room, and she looks like she's in a hotel room, and there's this guy in this creepy ass mask, yeah. this creepy like, what are those called like uh, uh, whatever like the full face masks with like the eyes cut out yeah it's like a ski mask um, mouth yeah and he says how are you feeling today cora and then the episode ends yeah so that was probably the the last minute of that episode was the best episode or the best part of it except it kind of sucked because then going into the fourth episode they don't like expand extend on that at all right you know right they don't so that's yeah, what kind of piss piss me off. Mm-hmm. Well, and then if you guys weren't excited about flashbacks for the first three episodes, well, hold on to your heinies. Right, because episode four is flashback central. It's all flashbacks. I know. Well, so, that's because she gets hypnotized, right? Mm-hmm. And the whole fucking thing is a flashback of lies. I'm sure because hypnotism isn't real. It is getting a little frustrating that we're still not on to the real story and, like, or maybe we're starting to get pieces of it finally, but, like... I think so. I think now we finally are. It's just been a lot of lying. Yeah, I think my issue... I, I Overall, I like the series. Yeah, I've enjoyed these first four episodes, but I think my one qualm with it is you think that we're getting, like a story, a half story, something that we can, like, hold on to, and then we find out by, like, the end of the episode or at the beginning of the next one that everything you just learned about is bullshit. Right. Why are you wasting our time? You almost, you get, like, invested in what she's talking about, and then Mm -hmm. that turns out to not be true. And that's fine to use that, like, a little bit, but they've used it every single Every single time. About every single thing she says, so now it's, like, you, you're at the point where you get so frustrated that you don't want to watch anymore. Because now right. you have such an unreliable narrator that it's like, well, wh- why why should I be invested? Why is it worth it? And so that's what's frustrating to me right now is that, like, you're going to have to give me something, which I think they, they did at the end of the episode, which I won't talk about right this instant, but it's like, hopefully now they're starting to get away with it away from that now that she's been hypnotized and everything because i like if we watch the fifth episode and it still turns out to be like all lies and i don't want to watch anymore you know what i mean like we have three episodes left and you're telling me that it you know whatever yeah i agree with that uh, by the third episode i was really over it and then the fourth oh, yeah, episode like the fourth episode really drew me back in 
uh, a little bit because I think you are sort of starting to finally get somewhere. But the nice thing is, is I I think we are going to finally get the real story because you can see like all these bits and pieces that other people, not Cora, but everyone else that Ambrose has interacted with, like they're giving you the real piece of it. And then right. we're finally starting to see, you know, more of that story yeah. coming out in this in this episode, which is really nice. For sure. Yeah. And Mason such Mason is such a jackass too. I just remembered that. He's such a jackass, like Yeah. Such an idiot. So Mason so this episode she gets hypnotized. She starts to tell you a lot of the story. You see bits and pieces of it. That unfolds. That's like the main arc of her character in episode mm-hmm. four. You see the swamp, the water tower. You learn about Maggie, which is uh, his girlfriend at the time. JD. Oh, sorry, JD. Excuse me. JD's girlfriend at the time is Maggie. She's there. Mad Maddie. Maddie. Uh, she's there. You know, you find out from one of their former landlords that they're into polyamorous relationships. At one point, Cora sees that they're being hunted by men with flashlights and guns, or at least, right, at least thinks they are. And Mason goes back to JD's house and buys Coke from his wife slash girlfriend slash wife's. And that was definitely like, well, that's the stupidest thing this motherfucker could do. I mean, like, even regardless of, like, the buying drugs thing, but just, like, the idea that, like, the idea that you would go in and mess with your enemy's family, you know? Like, that's where his wife, or wives, because there was that other girl there, too, and baby R is, like, well, that's a good way to get fucking killed, you know? Like, you just got into like, a bar fight your... with this guy yesterday. Or arrested. Like, all they have to, all three of them say is that he, like, harmed that baby, or tried to harm that baby in some way. It's their word against his, and yeah. then he is going to jail, you yeah. know? Like, yeah, well, that's a good point. And, like, you you still went and bought cocaine just because you went and bought it from someone and recorded it. Exactly. Doesn't mean you didn't do it. Exactly. Yeah. You did something illegal, no yeah. matter what. Yeah, you can't just say, well, I broke the law, but I was doing it to trap someone else. Yeah. You're not a police officer. Yeah. That's not how that works. Right. So, speaking of flashbacks, we have another flashback about Cora's father. So, they're developing that storyline, too, and what's going on. Maybe at some point we'll figure out what's going on with her father. Um, in this episode in particular, we find out that... Cora and Phoebe's dad is cheating on their mom with the next door neighbor and Phoebe's known about it and like just didn't know how to tell Cora because she's so fragile. Yeah, that little girl, that sick little girl is very observant. She sees it all. Right, as they sit on the couch eating toasted and watching porno. Right. Yeah. Um, 
there was a brief moment too where I thought they were going to show us that he was also sexually assaulting Cora. Right. Because, I felt the same way. Yeah. Like it, as I feel like the next time she goes across, she catches him trying to cross the street, and she's just wearing like her nightie or whatever. It's gonna go differently because she's gonna be like, mm-hmm. "Don't go across the street," because now she's been with. She also shows that she. There's also a flashback where she loses her virginity. Yeah. When she's like thirteen, and earlier in the episode, she's blamed. She says that she's the first time she lost her virginity was. Five years ago on with the 4th JD. of July with JD. So that's like another thing that she fucking says that isn't true. So that's annoying. Basically this whole series is just about how much of a liar Jessica Biel is. Pretty much, yeah. So I feel like the next time they were sort of setting us up to wonder what was going on there. Because I feel like the next time she catches her dad in the middle of the night trying to sneak out of the house to go fuck next door. Like it's going to go differently. Oh, and you know she's a liar because she was like, I had two orgasms. It's like, with that guy with the fucking pencil mustache, you can't even girl fucking mustache, you did not have two orgasms. Like, you are a fucking liar. Like, the fact that he was, like, ready to go before you even closed the garage door means that you did not have two orgasms. He lasted maybe 20 seconds. Like, don't fucking... Don't fucking lie to us. She All was right. she was just trying to build up a good story for her dying sister. <laughs> this shows more lies, more fucking lies. Yeah, I guess I didn't even really think of that, but well, I did. As soon as she said it, I was like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, that does seem kind of odd. Mm-hmm. Like her first time, like in a rush before your parents come home or whatever. Yeah, I guess with I that could... little wiener across the street, like really. <laughs> well. Yeah, I guess. No. But yeah, the one, the no, I mean, I know Laura's been very skeptical of the hypnotism, which I agree. But the one nice thing for this episode is that we're finally, like we said before, starting to get real pieces of what the hell is actually happening. Right. What actually happened on that damn weekend, maybe we might actually figure out what the fuck was going on, because apparently now she has no idea, only has fragments, so they're trying to help her, what's the word, uh, like, unsuppress them. Yeah. So, we find out that JD was actually the blonde guy at the tap room, and that the blonde girl that they were with was his girlfriend, or ex-girlfriend, mm-hmm. Meg, Maddie. Maddie. And that... JD was like siphoning gas from someone's car because he was low and the kind of car he had could only go 14 miles in a direction and she just happened to have a hypnotism session where she saw a water tower in the woods and there's one water tower in the woods. There was two. Oh wait. There was two two overall one in the woods. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Also um Maddie appears to be dead. Yes. So the image we see in the first episode where she's wandering out onto the highway and throws herself in front of the car is probably after she realizes that she's murdered Maddie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that. Uh, Yeah. I think that's definitely a scene of her after she realizes that she's murdered her. Um... 
I'm trying to figure... Although Maddie's at the house, though, isn't she? Because she asked her, are you coming downstairs? But that could be before she get before that. Honestly, who yeah. the fuck knows? I mean, there's a lot of pieces happening here right now. And they better so, start explaining something in the next episode or I'm giving up. Yeah. So you guys, ho- hopefully you guys are watching this before you're listening to us. Because there is a lot of shit happening. Yeah. And going on. Also, there's a like, brief scene where Cora steps on Maddie's chest. Oh. Just oh, yeah. That's that. it. That's it. She kills Maddie at the house. So the scene at the house, they go. So it, yep, yep. They, they she gets. Yeah, but wasn't there another? Sorry, but wasn't there another one? Uh, another like mini scene where it looks like someone's like stabbing Maddie in the chest, or was that a foot? I think it was a foot. I think it was Cora's foot. Okay. Because she was in a like a sandal. You're right. You're right. They deliberately show you Jessica Biel's feet as she's walking downstairs and she's wearing like a high-heeled like wedge mm-hmm. sandal. Yes, And then there's yes, a yes, brief yes. flash of that same foot stepping on right. um, Maddie's chest. You're right. Yep. yep. So she murders her at the house and then they bury her in the by the school bus. Mm-hmm. And then uh, not very interesting other side story that's going on is Mason and his cop friend yeah who's like telling him way too much information oh, yeah. about the case of his wife and she he implicated her for sure when oh, he was yeah. getting interviewed at the beginning of the episode i'm surprised she didn't lose her job but then we find out that um because he meets up with her after he stupidly goes by and goes to buy drugs from jd's like wife baby mom whatever and she's like dude what the fuck are you doing and she's like, I get it. Like, you just use people. Like, you used me, you fucked me in high school, never looked at me again, and like, you're using me again. Like, I am an idiot. So, yes, we get a little are. more of what's going on there. Yeah. Yeah. But, at the end of the episode, some shit finally goes down. So, in her hypnosis, Cora keeps flashing back to when she was a little girl waiting for the bus, the school bus. And she keeps, in the middle of the 4th of July weekend, 2012, she keeps flashing back to this little kid on the bus thing. But she doesn't really get to explore it because a dumbass detective keeps talking during the hypnosis, which he's not supposed to do. So she's like, oh, I see the bus again. He's like, oh, forget the bus. Let's go back to blah, blah, blah. And then, dumbass detective and his wife are walking in the woods on one of their hikes, because they're trying to get back together, and then there's a bus. A school bus. Mm-hmm. So then, the episode ends with us, or with us, with the um, a bunch of sign, uh, crime scene investigators, like, investigating the bus, and, like, taking samples and stuff, and then the episode ends. So hopefully, I don't know what kind of fucked up connection they're gonna make with that but hopefully this is the well beginning. he like finds uh like a grave well it looks like a grave site because there's like mushrooms growing yeah and then they're digging and find like a towel or piece of fabric or whatever and you can see like the remnants of a hand yeah. well not a hand but like a skeleton because it's been five years yeah 
or longer if this was when from when she was a little kid. So really, we it's don't know. It's body. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> so yeah, we really don't know. But I think it's Maddie's. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I already said that, but I think it's Maddie's. Yeah. I think she murdered her. I didn't think about that, but that's. I could definitely see that. Well, now once you once you get to the end of the episode, they're like being hunted or whatever, and Maddie's like asking Cora for help, like "Don't leave me, help me." And so that totally makes sense that maybe they were, you know, doing ecstasy and heroin, and shit got crazy, and she ended up dead. Don't do drugs, kids. Don't do drugs, especially story. only for two months. Yeah, like if you're gonna get an addiction, get a real addiction. Like, be committed. Yeah. Don't listen to me. <laughs> All right. That's really that's really it. That's the episodes three and four. Hopefully, I mean, we only have four episodes left, so hopefully, this really starts, you know, coming together pretty soon. It is pretty good so far, but there are definitely things that I like am irritated about. Mostly, the lies need to stop. Mostly, it's just not like super realistic so far. Well, if you were like a police officer and you were kept trying to help somebody and all they did was lie to you, you would have given up by now. Exactly. After the first time. First of all, this show in real life would never take place. Well, right. she fucking stabbed a dude on the beach in front of how many eyewitnesses? She confessed and pleaded guilty. They would have locked her up, thrown away the key, and never looked back. <laughs> That's what would have happened in real life. Like, why is this detective still digging into it? Like, yeah, and here's the thing. Like, even if she did have trauma, still killed the guy. Well, right. Lots of serial killers get have trauma in their in their childhood. But we're not like, oh, it's okay, Ted Bundy. It's okay. We're going to exonerate you from all of this, these killings you did because your mommy was mean to you. Dude, at the same time, though, that's why, like, Mason is such a stupid character because he's like, oh, well, he's just out to get you. He, he, you you can't trust him. You can't tell him anything. It's like, bro, she's already gotten got. Yeah. She murdered a man in broad daylight in front of God and everybody. Yeah, there's nothing else that can happen. Like, she's going to get life in prison. And nothing else that they find out is going to increase their no. life in prison. <laughs> That's why it's so funny. He motherfuckers are acting like it's the wire and yeah. shit. And he's like, on the inside, it's right. like, literally, the only it could only get better for yeah. her. Nothing that she says is going to make, make it, it worse. any worse than her spending yeah. the rest of her life in prison. Exactly. Like... <laughs> That's what's irritating me. Yeah, like, he's none a stupid of this character. Is, yeah, none of this is very realistic. Fucking... And it's like, again, even if you did have trauma, you still killed the guy. Right. Like, so it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Right. Lots of people have trauma. Yeah. Lots of people have trauma and don't kill anyone. Exactly. But it's gonna be, yeah, I don't know. Am I the only one that was sensing like a human trafficky vibe? Well, yeah. 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 Still can't mm-hmm. kill the random guy totally on the beach. No, I'm not. We're past the random guy on the beach. I don't give a fuck that you killed the guy on the beach. <laughs> She's going to prison for that either way. Yeah, it's way beyond that at this point. Yeah. The fact that she stabbed that guy to death doesn't even fucking mean anything. It's just, it's almost though, like, that I don't care almost about the rest of the story because 
no matter what, she's going to prison. Well, that's true. So it's like there's no stakes in it. Mm-hmm. You know, well, I don't know because like, they're trying to get her off on this. Now she's like trying waffling with the stam. Well, maybe I could get off on this temporary insanity. Yeah, that's unrealistic too. Nobody fucking gets off on temporary insanity. Nobody. She stabbed Maddie to death, though. Yeah. With her foot. No. Well. <laughs> shit. Yeah. Maybe not. I'm, yeah. You're getting your stories all mixed. Well, up. now I'm thinking of because I'm thinking about it now. Okay. She hears that song. She stabs yeah. the dude. She hears the song again. She, she pounds on the dude like. In the same way. Maddie, I think, I don't know, I think Maddie is the grave. Mm-hmm. The song triggers the stabbing. She already says earlier in the, in the, in the hypnotism that she hates her, that she wishes she would be, she wants her dead. She yep. says she wants to hold her head underwater. We'll mm-hmm. see if that's how it happens. I could see that all running together. But then there was that clip mm-hmm. where it looked like she was stepping on her. But then it's also interesting because Homeboy likes to get stepped on, too. Yeah. So there's like a stepping thing. Hmm. Homeboy likes to get stepped. Well, he also likes to get fucked that's in the butt. Interesting. So. Well, so do you. But... Well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, everyone listening out there. Secrets out. I am the detective. <gasps> oh. Bum, bum, bum. Bill- <laughs> we wouldn't be married. That guy is not smart. He's the president of the United States of America <laughs> in 1996 Independence Day. You're right. You know how much that movie means You're to right. me. You're right. If there's top three things about my childhood, Independence Day is the first two. Oh. Jurassic Park is like the first two. Independence Day. Anyway. It's recorded now. He can't take that back. Mm-hmm. Just like that thing about getting fucked in the butt. Anyways. <laughs> more like, we'll see. More like fisted. Right. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We'll yeah, she see could have been happened. fisting him in the butt. We don't That's really true. know. That's true. They didn't show the gory right. details. They did not show him getting gapped. So. All right. Anyway. Anyway, I'm sorry. We've talked way too much about <laughs> butt stuff. All right. Well, yeah. So. You guys should also, uh, we would love to hear what you guys think um, about this show so far, about the first four episodes. Um, Do you agree with us? Do you disagree with us? Um, Are you enjoying it? Aren't you? I mean, let us know. We want you to spill that tea on what you think this show, how you think this show is. Yes, honey. So, follow us. On Instagram at Established and Amity. Uh, on Twitter at Established D Amity. And then on Facebook at Established and Amity. Uh, also, make sure you rate, review, and subscribe us on iTunes. And we're also on Sound- SoundCloud, which you probably know these things because you're listening to us. So, I don't really know what this this part does. But, anyway, do it. Tell us what you think of the show. We want to hear your thoughts, especially if you disagree with us. Tell tell us um, if you're really, really loving it and, and think that it's it's coming together nicely. Let us know. Yeah. We want feedback. We like feedback. We will interact with you. We yeah, do interact with you. We will. Uh, we're pretty active on social media, and we, um, we like it when you guys tell us what we think so it's not like we're just talking to ourselves. 
It's true. We appreciate that. Makes us feel better. Especially, I mean, if you really hate the, all this shit, and you're like, do something different or whatever, let us know that too. I mean, we can take mm-hmm. in some constructive feedback pretty damn well. And we're just going to keep doing the same thing over and over again and assume that you like it if we don't hear from you. So if you're really sick of us doing something, you might as well let us know. Yeah, tell us what you want to hear, what you want to see. Yeah. Speaking, speaking of, you're going to hear about our New Orleans trip very soon. So that's happening either way. Oh, yeah. We had a great time, so we will be talking about that, all the spooky stuff we saw and did and went. So, but yeah, so make sure you're following us on social so you can keep updated with that. You can see some of the stuff that we did and where we went, so. Yeah, ghost fuck Justin in the butt. Ghost fuck Justin in the butt. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Just had to bring it back around. All right. And that's all we got for you today, so thanks for listening. Yep. Bye. Bye. Peace.